I'm here to discuss the so-called flying saucer. The film and the creature are authentic. The first pictures ever taken of a Sasquatch. But they got nearly up to this UFO, but it was close enough to see some creatures or things so they didn't look like human beings down there. He first asked me what I was called, and uh, he asked me, he said, but why are you frightened? He said, don't be frightened, we wish you no harm. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Strange Dispatch. I'm your host, Andrew Jewell, and I want to thank you so much for checking out The Dispatch today. We have a very, very special episode for you, so I appreciate you tuning in. Both returning listeners and new listeners, we're so happy that you found us. And if you are a new listener, just to fill you in about The Strange Dispatch a little bit, this is the podcast offshoot of a magazine that I published called Strange Days, and Strange Days is a publication that covers all things strange and unusual around us, whether it's uh, ufology, cryptozoology, anything supernatural, the occult, folklore, mythology. We just really love to write and talk about anything weird and offbeat and strange. So that's what we're here to do today. This this is an extremely special episode of The Dispatch, but I will tell you why in, in just a moment. In the meantime, I just uh, I want to say happy fall to everyone. Um, yesterday was the autumnal equinox, and uh, I'm very, very happy to, to welcome fall with open arms. It was, at least for me, in in New York City and the at Northeast, it was a very hot summer, and at parts it felt long. You know, we're living through our second summer of uh, a pandemic, so everything is different, and this summer continued to feel different like every other season has for the last 18 months, almost two years. So I, want, for one, am, am welcoming fall and I'm very happy to see her and I, I hope she uh, peeks her head out soon because right now it's still like 80 degrees in New York and I'm ready to like put on a jacket and like jeans and pants and just like have it be a little bit cooler. So that's where my head's at. But um, either way, whether the weather shows it or not, autumn is here, and that means it is a time to give thanks and reflect on the harvest that we all have brought in from our work up until this point. It's It's been, uh, as I said, a strange, another strange summer, but I feel grateful for sure for all of my friends and family who have supported me and I've been able to support through the last 18 months. And I'm extremely grateful for all of you because this uh, endeavor, the podcast and the zine are, are like an irreplaceable ritual for me. And I've said that before in the magazine, but I'm only repeating it because it is true. I sincerely enjoy my time and there's nothing I'd rather be doing than writing about or discussing about weird things uh, for and with you all. So super happy to be here, especially considering who we have on the show today. I, I, today is our, our first ever interview episode, and it's 
so exciting because we are interviewing a gentleman named Greg D'Alessandro, and Greg is the editor-in-chief of a little-known publication called The Weekly World News. Maybe you've heard of it. I certainly have. The Weekly World News is absolutely uh, an inspiration for Strange Days and all of the endeavors that I have been pursuing in the name of Strange Days. I mean, if if you're interested in, in the weird, I can't imagine that you've made it this far without coming across the Weekly World News. It was a fantastic printed publication, and now it is a fantastic online publication. And we got to spend some time with Greg, who has worked for them for a very, very long time. And now he's at the helm as he steers them into new waters. And it's very exciting. The Weekly World News is very, very cool. And it's it's such a nice, uh, fun thing that I'm so glad continues to exist. And especially right now in 2021, um, something like the Weekly World News feels like a nice uh, respite from other news that you might be reading out there. So stick around. I'm going to get to that interview in just a moment. Um, But also wanted to mention uh, Strange Days Volume 7 is out now. It was uh, our late summer issue. If you haven't picked it up, go check it out on our store. You can find all of our links at strangedayszine.com. Volume 7 is a really cool issue. I'm very, very proud of it. And I'm very thankful for everyone who's picked it up so far. So many of you have ordered it and ordered all of the volumes and caught up on them. And I'm very, very thankful for all of our new readers and new listeners. And we're so glad that you are here and interested in what we're doing. So thank you for that. We also have a Patreon, which you can find at strangedayszine.com. And we just yesterday for the Autumnal Equinox put out a special Patreon exclusive video of my partner, Alexander Emmons, doing a special Equinox tarot pull for everyone. So she did a quick pull and gave us a, a quick synopsis of what the cards were saying in order to try and offer some guidance as we move into the seasonal changes. So very cool video. If you're a patron and you haven't seen it, you should go watch it for sure. And if you are not a patron, we would love to have you on there. Patreon is the best way to subscribe to the magazine, um, which we put out every few months. So go check it out if you're interested. And again, thank you so much for everyone who does support us on there or in any other way. We really appreciate it. Uh, One last note before we move on to our interview with Greg D'Alessandro is that this is sort of the last call for submissions for the Halloween issue of Strange Days. It's going to be volume eight. And we've received a lot of fantastic submissions already. I'm so excited. I think Volume 8 is going to be the best issue yet, but there's still a little time and still a little space. So if you have a strange story, a spooky photograph, a bizarre illustration, a haunted recipe, a a movie review of some weird horror movie, anything that you think falls into the realm of strange, send it our way to strangedayszine at gmail.com. And we would love for you to, to be a part of the zine. I can't do this without both our readers and our contributors. And we appreciate you. I can't tell you enough how much we appreciate you. So I guess with that, we're going to move on to our interview with Greg. Again, I hope you all are doing really well. Happy fall. And uh, please enjoy this interview with Greg D'Alessandro, the editor-in-chief of the Weekly World News.
Hello, everyone. Welcome to a very special episode of The Strange Dispatch. My name is Andrew Jewell. I am your host. And today I am joined by someone I am extremely excited to introduce you to and to chat a little bit with. We have Greg D'Alessandro, who is the editor-in-chief of the Weekly World News on with us today. Greg, thanks so much for joining us. How, how, how are you doing? Great. Great to be with you, Andrew. You know, this is, uh, it's good. Doing good. Everything's good. Awesome, man. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I think it, it it goes without saying on my end and probably for, I would say, the majority of our listeners, I'm a huge fan of the Weekly World News. The The Weekly World News is like a staple in the weird world that I strive to be a part of. So it's like to have you on, not only are you the, the editor-in-chief, but your history I know goes back a long time with with the publication. I mean, you've, you've written like over 5,000 articles at this point, right? Yeah, yeah, I've written over five thousand over like the last. Uh, I guess I started doing so about nineteen ninety nine. So, awesome. yeah, about yeah, a lot of lot of articles. You know? That's cool, man. Uh, and it's been great. It's been really great. Yeah. Do you want to uh, Do you want to tell us about a little bit about your tenure with with the Weekly World News and and how you came on board back in the nineties? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, let's start. Um, let me start with giving that. If anyone doesn't know the history of it, I'd like to. The origin of, of uh, yeah. So in 1979, it started. It was in uh, we were part of American Media Inc., which was, they did the National Choir, which had started in 1952, and then they went to a um, color printing press in 1979, and so they had these black and white presses. Instead of chucking them, they said, "Hey, you know, let's uh, let's we have this idea. We put these bizarre but true stories in, you know, about maybe like uh, you know." 35 pound turtle or you know seven foot tall tree person or something and 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 put them all together and see how how it goes like weird but true and 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 it did really well it sold i think 150,000 copies the very first issue which was october 16th 1979 coming up on a 42nd year amazing Uh, yeah so um and then you know it kind of started like that and then the 80s uh it kind of you know, went off a little bit. We we had a story about Elvis is alive, which right? Was made, right now, and that was based on a, a few sightings that people are reporting in Kalamazoo, Michigan. So we just kind of took it out from there, and and that that kind of you know captured people's attention, and the the, the paper grew from there. There's a lot of stories about Elvis, who, by the way, he's still alive. Of course, yeah, he's like 86 years old or something like that. He's out there, but you know. We'll have a story on that soon. And then in, uh, then we kept going. In the 90s, we introduced, in 1992, we introduced our iconic character here, that boy. Of course, yes. The boy, and we've had over like 480 stories about him to date, and that captured the imagination of the nation, too. And, and we have introduced a lot of other characters after that in, um, uh, you know, Hogzilla, Pilod, Manigator, etc., and we appeared in a lot of TV shows and 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 uh, films. You know, Naked Gun, Men in Black, of course. Right, right. And uh, so uh, I think I'm my mom's an axe murderer or something like that. There's just many Family Guy, Simpsons, just over and over. Many in, in the '90s, and we even had our own show on USA Network, Weekly World News. Had about ten episodes, sort of done like a news show. Go on. Oh, that's amazing. So, I think I missed that. that. That never came across my radar. I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah, it was, it was short-lived, but, yeah. uh, but, but 
But it was out there. We had a guy named uh, Edwin Newman was the host. So it's, it's fun. You can see some clips on YouTube. Cool. And then in uh, then 2000 kept growing. I think we had 101.5 million subscribers at, at one point. And uh, in 2007, American Media sold it to his investor group. So myself, I, I'm, I'm, I was in a writer in L.A., a screenwriter, you know, doing the whole thing out there. And I'd be pitching people. I pitched some people at National Lampoon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they told me, you know, they liked some ideas and they, they knew somebody at Wicked World News. And they said, hey, why don't you send some stuff? I sent it. They liked it. And I, they just kept publishing different stories I wrote for a while. It was like a, a side thing for a while. And then one of the guys at National Lampoon, Neil McGinnis, he, in 2007, kind of took over with the moment. Okay. Yeah, so, and then uh, he brought me on, like, kind of full-time then. Well, you know, I was still doing some other things, but I was working a lot for Weekly World News. And uh, we we went online, and we thrived online until about 2015. We did really well. We had a lot of crazy stories about L.A. jetpacks and Kim Kardashian's butt floating, shutting <laughs> yeah. down and stuff like that. And, uh, and that kind of went dormant in 2015 for a little bit, kind of ran out of money. And then um, the, this investor group that owned it, you know, approached me. I'd written so many articles and I've been going around when I pitch um, projects in LA, I took, they'd say, what else do you do? And I'd say, well, you know, I write some articles for Wicked World News. I've been writing. And they, their eyes would light up, everyone remembers. And, and they, they, they just have all the ideas. So I got, you know, crazed about, we got to get this thing out more in, in TV, film, and we have 300 characters, 115,000 articles. So, you know, there's a lot of potential there. So I just, you know, as they say, uh, pursued it like a man whose hair is on fire pursues a <laughs> pond, you know? Yeah. So that's what I did in 2019. I, at the end of it, I took over with a partner of mine, David Collins, who took over Weekly World News, and we've been relaunching ever since, you know? That's just a, like a brief overview. Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's so rad. And yeah, I mean, it really speaks yeah. to how uh, just the reach of the Weekly World News and the following. I mean, to have that many subscribers uh, at one point is incredible. Yeah. And, I mean, to to see you guys working hard to to grow it even further is awesome. Like, I can't. I I mean, I'm I'm dying for the Batboy movie to come out. I can't wait for you guys to start yeah. to yeah. start going I mean, that direction. That is that is we have we have a. A couple um, deals in place. I can't mention too, but that, sure. that we're working on that exists on that and a series. So we're very excited about those. There was a Bad Boy musical too. I don't know if you know about that. I read about that. Yes, I did read about that. So awesome. And yeah, I mean, and he's just one of 300 characters, as you said. So that's rad. And and it's awesome that you have been able to like throughout your career kind of keep the link between writing for the Weekly World News and and you write for you. I mean, you, your your resume is impressive. You write for movies and TV, and you're also a director and a producer yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've, I've uh, you know I started by writing uh, you know plays off off Broadway and off Broadway, and then I went to USC Film School. And then UCLA Film School, both. And then I taught a little bit at UCLA Film School. And then, uh, you know, then worked in the industry for a while on a lot of different things. And uh, the, the Weekly World News is kind of in the same, my brain kind of works in the, that same space of uh, kind of, let's say, broader comedy, but also uh, in ideas. I like sure. these ideas 
what's possible out there. Like, like your audience, you know, everyone's like, what, what, what is really out there in the world? You know, what's true and in, in, in space, you know, aliens, conspiracy theories and stuff like that. Like, you know, yeah, man. Just, I, exactly. I'm thinking about that stuff 24 hours a day. It's, and it's the most, I think it's the most fun I, I, way to uh, look at life. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what, what is, what, cause we don't really know. I was, I read about this philosopher, uh, Physicist, actually, British, David Deutsch, every year. I'm not about. sure. So he talks about, like, um, you know, you you, you want to find out the truth, but what what is it? Like, I know that this is a desk, right? But is this really a desk? You know, is it really here? Right. I mean, he goes to this philosophy of physics, and I'm like, that, that kind of stuff excites me a little bit, thinking about that. Because we've had articles and stories even about, um, you know, the earth, the earth. Some people think the earth is flat, you know, right. flatter. And everyone said it's a sphere, but maybe, maybe it's both. Maybe it's flat and it's round, and it's breathing, right? It's coming alive, and then we catch it when it's you know that there's only the pictures when it's round. Right? You know? right. Uh, yeah, I I am remembering that article now. That was in uh, I that cover is in the best of cover issue that you guys put yeah, out. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, people kind of latch onto those kind of things and some of our biblical prophecies and stuff. You of know, where they. Find a garden of Eden, Wyoming. <laughs> right, right. I mean, exactly. That's awesome. So that w- that was actually going to be a-, a question of mine: is what you know, what inspires you? At you know, when you're writing this stuff for the Weekly World News, was there was there you know stuff as uh, a kid or even still today? I mean, you just mentioned mentioned this physicist who who has you thinking about things. Like, what else inspires you when you're writing and thinking about this kind of stuff? You know, a lot of it, there's there's a few things. Well, first, in generally, it's like, you know, a sense of playfulness and comedy. But uh, but there's there's these creatures or mythological creatures in, like, every state in the United States. Yeah. You know? so, so learning about that and the Jersey Devil and Mothman and Lake Erie Moth, they're like every chupacabras. And the, so just, you know, trying to look into what is this and why people, a lot of people say Bigfoot, you know. Sure. Everyone's, and so um, that that gets my imagination, you know, going about that. Uh, aliens, a lot of the you know alien things. So it, there's, there, there's this whole creature aspect, but then it's also sort of like a, a futurist kind of looking at way of looking at things, you know. Because like the article I wrote about jetpacks was about you know I guess that was like ten years ago. They had, hadn't even had a jetpack prototype, right? But we. I saw they were they were thinking about it, you know. So then I just said, "Well, that happened, and LA is forming a uh, jetpack police force, you know." So and they were buying them for ten thousand dollars, but but now, you know, some of these things come true. People are flying with jet jetpacks and drones. A hundred percent, yeah, you nailed it. There was there was a huge thing like at the end of last year beginning of this year this they kept people kept seeing jetpacks around lax i don't know if you caught these stories but there's like video and photos like and it, it's it i mean you you seriously hit the nail on the head it's it's incredible yeah it's crazy it's crazy how some of these things turn out to be true and the biggest one andrew as you know is the ufos of course because right? you know all you, we've had so many articles about ufos and aliens and uh and Roswell and everything. And then now the Pentagon releases his uh, files about, well, you know, they are UFOs. Right. You know, so it's like, well, we were right all along. Right. 100%. Nobody, yeah. Nobody, nobody believed it. So 
No, Weekly World News has been on the right track since the beginning. I, I firmly agree with you and stand by that for sure. And now it just makes you wonder how much deeper it goes. You know, that it seems like, oh, okay, like, well, you're right about UFOs. So how deep is the UFO rabbit hole? And, and there seems like the, the, there's so much more to explore and think about now that there's just been like a little bit of validity thrown into it. Yeah, it's like this, this uh, something like a crack, someone's cracked open. And then you have Elon Musk making these cryptic tweets about UFOs, he's seen them, or yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, it all seems to be like, you know, swirling around the weekly world news again. You know, we, we have all these crazy stories, but maybe they're not crazy, you know? I full, yeah, I, I think you're onto something there for sure. It, uh, it, it's like such a, I don't know. It's just such a. It you it, it, you guys have been right too many times to call it a coincidence. I think that you're just like trained and you you've just got the right outlook and you're you're looking at in corners and at places that other people don't think think to look at. So, I mean, I, I found an article on I, I, yesterday in our little archive. I, I have to find a date, but it was in the mid '90s, and there was an article. You're not going to believe this either. It was about China created a virus in a lab and released it on the world. Whoa. Dang. I mean, I was like, I got to get, I got to, I got to get that and put it back up. I got to put it back up and let everyone see that we were way ahead of them. Yeah, man. Wow. That's wild. I, uh, I look forward to you re- republishing that one because I definitely want to read that. That's crazy. Yeah. Did, I mean, is that what happened or maybe that's not what happened? Right. I mean, we don't know, right? Everything's strange. Strange days out there, right? Strange days, indeed. Yeah, man. So, you know, I mean, you you kind of answered this already, but like, you know, why was re why is relaunching the weekly world news and, and exploring other all of these other and uh, you know avenues with it? Why why is that imp- something that feels important to you right now? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think you know, I don't want to look at it. So, cause some people look at it as like a legacy brand or a dead brand, but every time I go was out in LA or just around uh, the United States talking to people about it, people seem to get very excited about it. You know, they have these fond memories as I'm going to the supermarket and the story has inspired many writers, you know, I mean, it's, it's the, the headlines are, are taught in some MFA programs where they just put the headline up and people have to write a story about it. It's been it's inspired all sorts of you know music artists. We had songs done by Lunatics, Weird Al, L7. They've all done um, songs based on it. And I'm like, there's something here. And Bat Boy is such like this iconic character that why can't we bring it, take this joy gift to the to the country and the world, and 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 bring it back to let a new generation and other people really claim it as their own and and have fun with it. I also think like now today, you know, we don't we never use the we call it the F word, which is fake, you know. Sure. Fake because we're the world's most reliable news, 100 percent right? Yeah. So but some people now today, you know, they refer to fake news on the cable. But that has this negative connotation like, you know, fake is just deceive people. Fake means but back you know, I guess when we were starting out and they, they labeled us that, it was more entertainment and informing people. But now they got all twisted around. And maybe people want to come back to more playful time, maybe, you know, where, where like you're exploring the ideas. It's not political. We're not, not trying to be left or right. We just want to be 
fun? Can you think? You know, absolutely. Absolutely, and it's such a good time for it. Like as we were just speaking about when you know, when the truth is sort of just as weird as fiction these days, it's like, yeah, man, I think, I think that there's, uh, the, the place for the weekly world news in the world is like more important and, and more just accessible than ever in my mind. Yeah. I mean, we, and we've been like referenced in the last year quite a bit. It's so odd. Like, uh, I think all the late night posts, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, uh, Steve Colbert have all held up Weekly World News covers and talked about it. Howard Stern's talked about it many, many times because he, he he kind of gets in a, uh, excited about how terrible fake news is. But then he says, you know, the real, the real, you know, Weekly World News. That is what, and he refers to it. So it just seems to be, uh, you know, in the air a lot. There's a lot of people that that grew up in the 90s were in high school and in late 90s and early 2000s that seemed to have really good memories of it and sharing stories in high school and and stuff like that and and when we presented to younger people they seemed to they never heard of it but they they get they gravitate towards it you know and and on on our site and facebook and everything it's odd but our our demographic is 25 to 44 that's sixty-eight percent of our people. Wow! That are wellness. We think it'd be a lot older. You know, we don't yeah. get too many above that, but we don't get too many above that either, which is crazy. That's cool, but but yeah, I mean, it, it, I I think I can see the draw for both new new fans and old. You know, as someone. I was a kid in the nineties and man, I have very vivid memories of like being in the, in the grocery store checkout line with my parents asking them to buy me the weekly world news. They were never really into it. They weren't super conservative, but that it was just like, they didn't get it. And then as a teen picking up copies on my own and and then just following the progress online from there. And, and I can see the appeal to young people now or new fans now, just as much as it appealed to me back then. I mean, it's, it's, I, that's interesting that that's the demographic, but in a way, like it's not it's not surprising, especially as you said right now, people people need a break from from other types of news. Yeah. Like if I'm gonna pick up a story, you know, get online to start reading the news, I get fatigued of it very fast, but I could scroll through the weekly world news archives all day long and and not tire of it. So yeah, exactly. And a lot of people even when they're when they're uh, reading the other news, outlets on there and they'll say oh what is this come come they look at a headline from cnn or fox or somewhere and says oh what is that taking from the week of world news you know it's like <laughs> it's unbelievable but yeah it's good i mean there's stories that have taken on like there's a story about a, a guy with a horn for uh, he had a horn out of his head like this um, i forget but i think it's in arkansas he, we had it set in arkansas they built a statue of the guy oh, of that's the, amazing yeah, in the town. I mean, it's crazy. Oh, you know? That's incredible. Wow. What? Yeah. I mean, that speaks to to the legacy of of your your guys's work. That's so awesome. And we and, and once we went online, which happened in two thousand eight, we we got a big audience in uh, England, India, Australia, and Japan of all places, which is really odd. They they actually put out the paper. They just took our our you know, our issues and they translated them and put them out. Oh, wow. Which, That's amazing. Yeah. Cause they're, they're into all, they're all, into, they're into the same kind of thing over there. Yeah. It seemed like. Oh they're, yeah. That, that makes sense to me. And, and South Africa. And they've got some crazy uh, creatures done. And then we started learning, that started learning about all these myths and what people believe 
all over the world. And it's like, there's too many. I mean, it's like, be here forever. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I mean, at least uh, at least there's like a, a wealth of content there for you to to keep pushing forward. I can't wait to see like what what the next you know weekly world news prediction comes true. Is I'm I'm eager to see what the yeah, next yeah. one was. I so, know. Well, we keep uh, yeah. That's what that, so that's part of my reading. I always look at uh, futurists and what they're saying about what's coming up. And there's a lot of talk now the metaverse and are we living in a simulation? We right. talk about that. Time, right so that there's got to be a lot of stuff about that and it's be- becoming like you know it's, it's a crazy thing and yeah. and the, the whole nft world i mean someone talked to us about you ever hear sandbox you know oh yeah 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 so you know they wanted us to buy some property in sandbox wow and i'm like i'm just learning what nfts are yeah i i have re- i've like sat down and I'm like, okay, I need, I'm going to read as much as I can about this, but I still can't wrap my head fully around the concept of an NFT. I mean, I guess I can, but it's, there's something about it that I, it still hasn't clicked for me, but that's so interesting. That it, that's really cool. Yeah. And robots now, and then there's like this, these sex robots and all just, it, the world is just endlessly, you know, interesting and strange as you say. Yeah. Right. Absolutely, so, man. We think we live in this, so everything's normal. Everyone's normal, looks nice out there, you know, birds chirping and everything. But there's a lot of lot of weird things going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is the truth for sure. So so tell me about what um, what does the future hold? Like, you know, what kind of stuff do you guys have down the, the pipeline? Anything that you can talk about today? Uh, yeah, I mean, so we have two, like, lanes we look at. One is, is sort of like, we have the online and... Uh, social media. And I would say I would throw print in there too. So we're really trying to get back at the print. We have everything. We have the articles, we have the artwork, we have, you know, how we're going to, where we're going to print it. We have the press, but we don't have the final piece that is distribution. So, you know, it's harder to get distribution, especially we don't, we don't want to just have, you know, new standards on. We want it back in the supermarket, you know, and there's like, we had to deal with these, big companies like now, you know, so, but, but we're actively pursuing it. And some people think that's a little crazy because, you know, who reads papers anymore, but it's sort of, I look at it like um, LPs and, and, you know, MP3. So we're going to, we're going to have our online, but we want to have, you know, print, print version too, because people do like holding it and opening it and feeling in their hands. You're so right, man. You're 100% right. I, you know, like as I was saying, I think before we started recording, this podcast was is something that started out after I start. It's like an offshoot of this little zine that I put out called Strange Days, and you know yeah. this. It's like you know I self publish it. It's like they're like thirty to forty pages long, just whatever strange articles that we put. But what I learned this this started out as like a quarantine project when I was stuck at home last year, and I quickly learned that like you're one hundred percent right. People still love reading physical things in the way that they like holding records and listening to records. They like feeling it in their hands and it's a different way to ingest it than another thing that you're just like scrolling on your screen. Right, right, exactly. And, and so it, it comes down to, like, you know, the distribution. So we're trying to figure the way out. And, you know, maybe you can send it out directly or just put it in certain stores or, I don't know. I mean, we have, actually, we have uh, some comic book stores like Forbidden Planet in New York. Yeah, they have our our thing, and they're going to carry the paper. But 
we don't want to get to supermarkets. Yeah, of course. But that's awesome, though. I mean, I I really truly hope that you guys get back to that point because um, I, that it's just something that I I think there's one hundred percent a market for, and I think you know if those supermarkets get on board with y'all, they'll be surprised at the reception. I think. Yeah, I think so, and I think I think it when we've shown it to people like in high school and and so they, they again I haven't heard of it too much, but. Except the people have seen the musical. The musical is played a lot in high schools and colleges. Bad boy musical, but they do. They do. It does. They do get excited about it when we, you know, when they when they see it and yeah. we show it to them. So, so we have that on one lane, and then the other thing is to to raise exposure for us. We have these TV, film projects, and everything, um, which we've been you know working on for a while now. We, when we started in. In 2010, we were represented by CAA, and we had the first person that wanted to do something with Wicked World News was Steven Spielberg. Oh, so, we that. so his company, Amblin, you know, because he was always a big fan of Wicked World News himself. And his daughter was, one of his daughters was in um, Bad Boy the Musical, one of the first ones. So uh, so his company got it, Amblin, and then went through, you know, this development, seven different writers over a bunch of years, and then just kind of languished, you know. So we we always joked that we we were really doing this movie called Waiting for Stephen. <laughs> yeah. so, so waiting because they were like, "Oh, you can't do anything else until you get that." So that'll be great. So then we, um, you know, we've had a lot of other interest from people. So we're, right now we're out there and we have we're working on um, several projects. One is a, uh, a documentary. First of all, oh, awesome about. With 1979 to, to today, and that seems to be moving forward with a, a company. Hopefully, that'll be a deal closed next month. Um, we're pitching a show about Wicked World News. I, I'll send you the uh, pitch video of it. I wrote, I created it with a writer named Adam Rifkin. He did a movie called Detroit Rock City. And oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I knew that name sounded familiar. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he's done a lot of other things. He's really great. So, we've been pitching that. That's been getting good receptions. And we have a, a two big studios. One wants to do something with Batboy, and some wants to do something about uh, some of our ideas about aliens in space. So we've got these four things, and, and we also have a little deal in place with the, the company that did Sharknado. Oh, yeah. Because they've had a lot of movies. It's called The Asylum. It's a small company. So we're trying to... You know, uh, when we first went to people, they'd be like, oh, we could do all this. We just want the rights to everything. But now we're trying to limit everyone to like a specific project because we have 300 characters. Why should we, you know? Of course. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's uh, a lot of really, really fun stuff in the mix. Yeah. For we, sure. About two years ago, we gave, uh, we gave um, our list of characters to Wes Anderson's company. And okay. they... To see, you know, and, you know, usually, you know, people always look at, they just take Bat Boy, you know. So we just figured that he'd say he wanted to do something with Bat Boy, or his company. And uh, he went, they went down the list and they said, yeah, he, he likes uh, something called the Unicycle Gang, which is this murderous gang of unicycle riders in L.A. You know? Naturally. Uh, you know, uh, so that's what he was interested in, you know, or violent gang. I would say murderous, just like a crazy violent gang. So he was interested in that. That never, that one didn't move forward. But it's the same thing. We've had a lot of, a lot of different people come to us, and so we want to get that going. And at the same time that we're waiting for Hollywood now, um, 
we formed our own Wicked World News Studio. So what we want to do is we're raising money and we're going to produce independent films on our own. So we got three lined up and we have the money ready to go for one of them right away. That's about zombies. It's called Zombie Wedding. So that's going to, that's moving forward. So that this we can control, right? So we'll put that out. We got Wicked World News reporters in it. Might awesome. see some characters in it. And it's uh, so, oh, so that's it's so cool, man. So, you know, we just thought we had to do it because, you know, you just keep away forever. Yeah. Uh, uh, and a lot of positive things kind of got it down now, but, but at the same time, we're going to start doing our own thing. You know? That's cool, man. That's really, really awesome and inspiring to hear. I, I can't wait. Zombie wedding. I'll, I'll keep my, keep my eyes peeled for that in the next couple yeah, of years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's cool. And did I read that you guys, are you guys launching a podcast or looking into launching a podcast as well? Okay. Yeah, we have a, we have a, we have an agreement with a, a big production company for a podcast. And so we've been waiting again for them to yeah. go in. And we've got four really good, good actresses, comic act- actresses attached to it. And you'd be surprised at all. They all are the same, same. They, they grew up and they, they love, one of them said she, uh, performed every Sunday for her father and mother. She would just perform the Wiki World News articles. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. So, uh, so, uh, but that is sort of in this, like, you know, got, got this person, so we're waiting. We're, we're, we've got, a, a, like, another month on that to see if it's actually going to go, and then we can do our own. We have a lot of people interested in podcasts, and we'd love to have multiple podcasts, actually. Yeah, that, that would be rad. Yeah, because then we can, you know, just put it in our much like, you know, Barstool Sports has a bunch of different pipes. Sure. Yeah. That makes sense. That's cool, man. That's, that is a lot of exciting stuff. That makes me, I don't know. That just makes me so happy that the weekly world news is like getting into this, uh, the world of entertainment in a new way. And it's going to just, it's just going to extend the longevity of the whole thing. And I think that's excellent. Yeah. So that's why we're trying to explore everything. You know, we're open to anything and, and even NFTs, by the way, we have an, three NFTs we're going to put up next month. Nice. The classic covers and, and covers just made for the blockchain, I guess. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Something Very like cool. That. Yeah. We, we, we want to have like a, a, make it a real community, like an army of people. You know, we don't want to, we're not, it's more, we will lose this. You know, you have the onion, which is kind of like a leans left, and and there's now you have the Babylon B, which is pretty popular satire on the right. But both of them appeal mostly to the coastal, you know, sure. people. But Weekly World News is kind of for everybody, you know. We and we want everybody to participate. We've got some field reporters that have done pretty well, so if we can get some more field reporters and stuff like that. We just make it a, a community where people can. We can have a lot of reporters out there awesome. discovering stuff, you know? Yeah, man. We we need as many uh, as many people out there looking for the weird among us as we can get. So a lot, a lot of eyes and ears. Yeah. And maybe yeah. it's not maybe it's not the strange. Maybe it's the uh, real, you know, that's the thing. You know? Yeah, absolutely. There's a, there's a thing that we uh, that they talk about, we we've talked about years, is that like so we can roll news is 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 releasing these stories and people discredit it. Say that they're just—it's just silliness, you know. Doesn't make any sense. But what if it's really is the government is is knows it's these stories are real and they feed it to the weekly world news to put it out, so it's discredited. No one believes it. 
but really it's true and then it kind of gets out there. Maybe that could be the case. Hey man, I've read plenty. I've, I've gone down the rabbit hole of disinformation many, many late nights. And uh, really? I, I think that you... you I, that I, that wouldn't surprise me. I've I've read all about these these guys who their entire job was to like basically do that to feed information to seemed so weird that it would be discredited, and then they're just kind of standing in the back like, yeah, we we you know maybe maybe it is maybe it isn't. It's weirder things have happened. I I gotta say, right. So exactly. So maybe today, so some people feeding it to to news outlets like myth disinformation, but then they feed it to the, they're literally feeding it to the audiences now. Yeah. So who who's spreading this information? Weekly World News or the New York Times or I don't know. You never know. You never know. I mean I from what we've been discussing today, the track record of the Weekly World News seems pretty good at this point. So I mean if they if they kept UFOs from us, what else are they keeping? Great question. Yeah, that's a really, really great question. And uh, I don't know. The, li- the list could be... Uh, I-, I wouldn't even yeah. know where to start. Yeah, ghosts. I mean, how many people see... I mean, we get a lot of this kind of thing, too. People, ghosts. Like, people have absolutely seen ghosts in certain places and buildings. And, and totally. why is... I mean, is that not real? Is it really not, you know? I, I, there's been a lot of... Um, I've read a couple articles in the last year. There was one that was talking about how once people were like locked at home for quarantine, the number of people saying that their house was haunted like skyrocketed by like a ton. And so really? it, it was like, it's, you know, there were a couple people who who chimed in on it in this article that I read and they were like, well, you know, either these people were just all most likely they were just at work more and they've haven't they're usually not home for 24 hours a day and now they're just starting to notice this weird stuff in their house now they're cohabitating with these ghosts maybe that they didn't realize were there before because they were so busy with their with whatever else they were doing when they were locked at home and then i read another article just this week like 2 days ago that said the percentage of people in the united states that believe in ghosts has like doubled in the last 10 years i think i think it was like 10 years ago, it was like 40%. And now it's almost 80%. People think that there's a possibility that ghosts are real. So, I mean, I, I think there's something there. I've had some weird experiences in that in that area that have convinced me. So who knows? Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, that's, that's, a, that's some good statistics right there. That's, that's good to know. Yeah. I mean, I, that makes sense. I mean, we wrote an article about ghosts were getting annoyed because... People are home all the time, you know. Like, yeah, they don't they don't get their alone time anymore. You know, I, I'm <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they were. I feel them, man. I feel you know, them. I think you, know, like you, you can you can haunt people at night, you know, but if they're around all the time, we can, you know. Yeah, now you have this roommate that you uh, you're not used to having to work around all day. They got to find somewhere else to to uh, haunt. But yeah, there's so many. So many strange things. Strange man. things, man. Yeah, we love it all. Ghosts, like you were saying, yeah. all the all the the crypt, cryptids that are ex- specific to each state are so cool. We did um, in yeah. the beginning of August. We went to this little festival in uh, Morgantown, West Virginia, called Cryptid Bash, and all it is is just like artists and creators and podcasters 
just there who people who are into, interested in, in cryptids and West Virginia has a ton of them. It's crazy. They have, you know, Mothman, Bigfoot, uh, the Flatwoods monster. Um, something, yeah, but, well, something Bat, Bat Boy, oh, of course. Oh yeah. Batboy. Yeah, of course. Bat He's Boy, West Virginia. Lost world caverns down there. Yeah. That's right. There is a whole strange world out there that is is ripe for exploring and, and picking. I think, and and I I'm here for it. We that's certainly what we try to do here, and I appreciate the the weekly world news. I certainly wouldn't be doing this podcast or doing my zine if it weren't for the weekly world news. It was absolutely an, an influence growing up, and and continues to be. I mean, as I said, the legacy of what you guys do is is so impressive, and I'm so happy to see it doing nothing but like moving forward. It's so rad. Um, you well, we're, in the same, we're in the same world here. Andrew's doing the same, same. Uh, but you guys paved the way. I, I, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. So I, I am eternally grateful for that. It, it, I mean, it's just uh, there. There are a few things from my childhood that I know, like, set me down the path to be interested in strange stuff. And it's like, you know, the X Files, the Weekly World News, Unsolved Mysteries. That stuff all molded me into into I, my, I, you know, molded I, my interests. So it's definitely a part of it. Or maybe the David Lynch show, show too. What was that? Oh, Twin Peaks, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you. So you guys, you already mentioned you guys have over three hundred characters in the Weekly World News. Yeah, exactly. do, do you have a favorite or a couple favorites? I mean, obviously, I know Bat Boy gets a lot of the credit, but you know, yeah, yeah, I know Bat Boy. You know, I've always been uh, partial to this one called Manigator, which okay. is half alligator, half man. From Louisiana swamp, awesome. And it, this was great because he was found by two fishermen in Louisiana, and they were, you know, just fishing. They they got this hooked this this uh, man eater, and he came out of the water and he was hurt. He was bleeding and he was everything. So they they were afraid of him at first, but the top of the body is man, and the bottom is alligator. So it's not as dangerous on top. So he, right. but they 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 nurtured him. Uh, back to health, you know, aided him, and then he kind of befriended them. And he kind of has a Bill Murray vibe to him. You know? <laughs> okay. It's early and he drinks beer. And stuff. So he opened up and told him about um, this genetic experiment that the government was doing. That's how he came into being. But they also created like 250 manigator eggs that were being held in a, a cabin, a locked cabin nearby, the FBI had. So... He told him where it was, and he said, I don't want anyone else to be like me, so you should go destroy them. So they went and they destroyed them, but they didn't really destroy them all. So there's still like another dozen, a couple dozen manigators out there. Oh, wow. But I like this manigator's uh, attitude and his energy, because, you know, then he escaped back in the swamp, but he's popped up in a lot of different places. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, yeah, that's, I'm glad he's like, he's laid back and he's cool and not, and not too, uh, too yeah, aggressive for our, our, listeners down in Louisiana, keep an eye out for sure for the Manigators. Yeah, keep exactly. us updated if you see any. Yeah, don't be, don't be, uh, French. Yeah. You know, at least he's, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. How, uh, I, I, so this, hopefully you don't mind me asking this, but I saw that you, in your writing career, maybe, uh, before you hooked up with the Weekly World News, or maybe while you were, while you after you started writing, I read a blurb that you did some writing for one of my favorite shows growing up, and Pete and Pete. Is that is oh, that true? I I, I uh, was doing some. I wrote plays, but I also was doing some stand up in New York. Uh-huh. And uh, I had a good friend who worked at Nickelodeon in New York, kid centric, and and uh, so 
uh, I was, I would, he would just have me write some jokes for a bunch of the shows. So I would go in and look at the scripts and, and add my little flavor to some of them and to a show called Action Eat Now and yeah. all that. Wrote a bunch of little things for all that too. Pete, Pete, I love Pete. Pete was one of my. Oh yeah. Favorite, uh, oh, that's so, so that, cool. That actually inspired me too. All, all the, I mean, Nickelodeon is really, especially because, um, you know, they they called it like kids. I forget the phrase, but it's kid approved or something like that. Sure. Now, there's a Bible. If you wrote it, Nickelodeon, they give it this Bible, and you know, it had to be. You have to you know, abide by it. It's mostly created by kids, you know? Right. So when you have a show, like if you finish the Pete Pete episode, they would run it by a bunch of, you know, 12 in a room and they, they would be brutal, you know, about, you know? Yeah, absolutely. 12 year olds can certainly be brutal. Yeah. So they would give you their, their, like, why is that? Why that doesn't make any sense? Why you didn't know? So it was like, so it was, uh, but they had such playful, imaginative minds too, trying to keep that sense of, Fun and, uh, and that that show was just I thought a brilliant show. Oh, yeah. yeah, I agree, man. Nickelodeon, yeah, Kablam! I wrote some stuff for Kablam. Oh, awesome! Yeah. That's so cool, man. Yeah. yeah, dude, what a what an amazing amazing career you've had so far. That's that's excellent. Um, well, Greg, I mean, I could talk to you about the strange all day, but I know that you yeah. are a busy man. Uh, I really, really appreciate you coming on. At, at, do you have anything you want to plug for our listeners while you're on here? Anything you want uh, them to check out? You know, I think they could spread the word about Wicked World News. The biggest community we have is on Facebook. I think it's 145,000 now and growing. And there's a lot of, you know, uh, in, you know, people interact a lot there. We have a website, wickedworldnews.com, and it's on Instagram and Twitter, just growing. Instagram's Wicked World News official. And Twitter is Wicked World News, and um, just keep looking out for us and uh, spreading the word. And and uh, we have our greatest covers. We have a store. We sell a lot of good merchandise, you know, which you can find from the website. But we have that greatest covers was the first print edition in 15 years, which is awesome. So, and then hopefully the next one will be out in the next few months as we get the distribution again. So I, I think it's just awareness and getting people to spread the word. Get you know, like I said, we want to want to dominate CNN, Fox, <laughs> New York Times. Hell yeah! We need we need a lot of spreading of the word. Cool, <laughs> I'm here for it. We we are going to spread the word for sure. Uh, I I love the Weekly World News. Thanks again, man. I really can't thank you enough for coming on, and um, I look forward to, to all this exciting stuff y'all have coming down the pipeline. It sounds super super cool, and I am I'm I am in full support of Weekly World News world domination. So you have you have me behind you for whatever that's worth. Well, thank you, and and, and thank you. You you're doing a great job too. This and this uh, really you know keep on keeping on. Thanks, you man. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Wow, if the Weekly World News wants to join forces with Strange Days, I am down. Hell yes. That was a really fun conversation. As Greg mentioned, go check out the Weekly World News online. You can find them at weeklyworldnews.com. That is a great place to start. Their articles on there are as good as they ever were. And you can find them on all the social media that he mentioned. Thanks a lot, Greg. I really appreciate you coming on the show. And um, I, I hope we can do it again sometime. While you're at it, 
check out strangedayszine.com. That's strangedayszine.com. There you'll find links to our social media. We're on Instagram and Twitter at strangedayszine. You'll find a link to our online shop where you can find all seven volumes of Strange Days currently in stock, as well as some t-shirt designs and some really cool books that I have pulled from my collection and thrown up there. Um, And you can also find the link to our Patreon on our website as well. And Patreon is the best way to subscribe to the zine. Um, If you're on there and you're you're pledging $5 a month, you're never going to miss an issue. And there are a handful of back catalog episodes of The Strange Dispatch on there as well. That's, That's where we started. And there are currently episodes up there that are not available anywhere else. And a couple of videos and some other fun things that have come up from time to time. So go check it out. And as always, I sincerely appreciate the support of not only our patrons, but anybody who's read the zine, contributed the zine. If you're listening to this dispatch right now, thank you so much. I couldn't do this without you. This is my favorite place to be. And I'm so glad that you're able to take the time to be here with me. So thanks so much. And uh, I guess that's it for now. I look forward to talking with you all soon. Happy fall. Stay cool out there. And as always, stay safe, stay strange. strange.